online supporters, predominantly from the Republican community, are rallying behind the cause of a Pennsylvanian Amish farmer who has recently experienced a police raid. The event occurred in the last month due to the farmer's violation of governmental regulations around the distribution of milk. The farmer, Amos Miller, lays claim that the sales made are confined to his personal membership association, rather than to the wider public, which he believes should absolve him of conforming to those governmental regulations. Nevertheless, officials from the state's agriculture department contest this, linking his dairy products to E. Coley outbreaks in two distinct states. Such reports triggered a raid on Mr. Miller's farm facilities in the early part of January, spiralling into a lawsuit being posed by the Agriculture Department of the state. The legal representatives that fight for Miller's cause have retaliated, stating that these events were a consequence of a falsely reported death in 2016, reported to be inadvertently linked to Miller's products. There is an issue here such an event didn't occur states Robert Barnes, Miller's attorney, in a legal document submitted in the previous week, as revealed by Lancaster Online Reporting. To illustrate, the elderly individual who, it is claimed, was victim to the allegedly contaminated produce was in the advanced stages of cancer. More to the point, she had never actually consumed any of the raw milk products sold by Amos Miller, as testified truthfully under oath by her primary caregiver. This fact was corroborated by a previous independent investigation carried out by a former Wall Street Journal reporter. The governmental intervention and subsequent raid on Farmer Miller's operations were loudly critiqued as being shameful by Rep. Thomas Massey, R. Kai, initially in January. This, he argued, is a flagrant case of governmental overreach in action. Such scenarios, where small-scale farmers are forced into corners, are a result of overly imposing government regulations, as well as lawmakers being co-opted by corporations and monopolistic entities, he asserted in a statement to Newsweek Media. Massey underlined a strong advocacy for small farmers and the rights of consumers to carry out voluntary transactions. In the wake of this event, he emphasised the importance of Congress reconsidering his prime act. The act aims to alleviate the hardships faced by small farmers like Amos Miller, whom he supports. Massey earned notable attention through his stark condemnation of the police raid carried out on Miller's farm as an evident instance of governmental overreach. In another significant voice supporting Amos Miller, Donald Trump Jr., son of the former president, publicly aired his views. He shared a video capture of the police raid via social media, taking a stand against Pennsylvania's actions to penalize farmers making sales to their neighbors. However, in a nuanced situation like this, not every Republican has sided with Mr. Miller. State Representative Dave Zimmerman, who also represents the region near Lancaster County, holds that Miller's exemption from the law is questionable. In his statement issued on January 17th, Zimmerman firmly states, I am entirely against governmental overreach and have dedicated a considerable portion of my legislative service fighting over regulation. Simultaneously, he acknowledges that albeit a critical emphasis on limiting the government's control, the necessity of some degree of government can't be overlooked. Zimmerman articulates Mr. Miller's case isn't about the purchase and exchange of raw products as some individuals have implied. 
He adds that myriad farmers across the state engage in the selling of raw products, which isn't directly the issue at hand. He continues, stating, I could visit a local farm this very moment to buy raw products. Lancaster County itself hosts several farmers who sell raw products through roadside stands Zimmerman argues that the central premise of Mr. Miller's case resides in adherence to fundamental agricultural regulations to which every other farmer in the state complies. These regulations, he argues, exist to ensure the safety of food. Posing a collectively relevant question, Zimmerman Probes is asking farmers to comply with these basic requirements, those that establish food safety too much. His rhetorical query infers the expectation of regulatory compliance as a fundamental obligation in farming that ensures consumer safety. As it stands, Miller's defence to counter the state lawsuit is still in progress. Miller's farm store currently has hundreds of its products under a detention order by the authorities. The future of these products hangs in balance, dependent on the outcome of the litigation brewing.